Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part four in our conversation. We hope you enjoy. Because I think about this in terms of human development, like my five-year-old, right? He, he experiences trouble and he immediately often starts to do what? He starts to cry. He starts to yell. He might even fall on the ground, right? Um, why does that happen? It's because he hasn't developed the skills yet to, to know how to self-soothe appropriately. He needs me to help him learn how to respond to, to, to trouble, you know? Um, like, like Stella and Clive are in sports right now. And one of the big things I'm trying to push them towards is, um, like last week, Stella was, she tried, she, she tried out to be, um, what was it? It was like, oh yeah, the student council. She, mm. she, she tried out to be on student council. She had to That's give a speech. Cool. She really wanted to do it. Well, she's new to the school. She didn't get it. But man, I was so freaking proud of her because, and again, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but this was a proud dad moment because she lost and um, the teacher reached out to us because she's like, man, Stella was the first one to jump up and hug the girls that won and congratulate them. And she came home and she's like, I'm so, I didn't win, but I'm so excited for the people that did. And I looked and I remember I was, that's probably one of the most proud I've been so far. She's only eight, but I was like, Stella, it's just as important, just as important as winning in life is learning to lose well. Because listen, life isn't all up and to the right. You're going to face major challenges. Stuff's going to get tough. And when you learn how to do hard things well, and you learn how to lose well, that's powerful. And I think with the reason I say all that is I think what's hard with addiction and what's hard with with um, lack of self-regulation and self-control is that a lot of times, right, we don't learn these things young. We don't develop appropriately, especially if you're someone listening who started to use substances, especially like hard substances like opioids young, before your brain's fully developed, before the age of 25. Uh, if, if I'm, if, for example, if I'm using heroin when I'm 18 years old, I'm not developing emotionally or psychologically. I'll just say, let's just say emotionally for now. I'm not developing emotionally like I should be after that point. Um, and maybe I went through tra- tra- some trauma on top of the addiction. I mean, addiction is traumatic in, and of, in its own right. But, but what if I, what if I, I went through a, a, a tough family situation or illness or a death in the family? These things, uh, if they're not, if they're not dealt with appropriately, young people tend to, you know, it, it can alter the way that we, we learn to deal with, with, with life. And, and if we don't know how to deal with hard things, what we tend to do are, are our bodies and brains are trying to protect us. And so what we tend to do is look for something to soothe that uncomfortability, that pain instead of growing from it. And so it makes sense that people will run to things like drugs and alcohol. The problem is it doesn't help for very long because what it does is it turns into an addiction and addiction is very much like it, it, it obviously, as we know, causes more harm than help because I end up doing things I don't want to do 
and I get enslaved to those behaviors. Well, it's it's a it's contrary to what the initial re- desire is, because we have this initial desire to be safe, and when we don't know how to do that, we try different things and are we like react to different things. But I think we can agree that using opiates or going after fentanyl, drinking yourself to drinking every day, isn't going to create safety. No. So it's it's one of those. But I think what we what I hope guys, I hope what we're hearing is that initial reaction, that initial, de- our deepest desires to be safe. And that is a good thing. Like we're doing what's, we're, we are doing what's natural. It's just, we're pointing it, that energy in a different, in the wrong, unhealthy direction. So oftentimes when people are like, I just wish I could try harder. It's like, not about trying harder. You're trying really hard. It's about trying in a different direction, trying something different in a different direction. Because there isn't a person listening to this that isn't trying hard at life. Everybody is trying hard, and like, and I and I and I mean that because I think even people who are like been accused of being lazy or who are lazy, that takes effort. Like it's just like I'm going to intentionally put my effort into not doing the things I know I need to do. Like everybody has potential to grow. It's it's whether we choose to use the energy in the direction that's beneficial for myself and others that's the that's the self-regulation of like i'm choosing to do something difficult to help myself grow or i'm going to choose to do something that's self-sabotaging so much so that it becomes a habit and i'm not going to put the hard work into feeling the pain of growing i'll put the hard work into feeling temporarily okay and i know that there's going to be more pain in the future that's unhealthy so it's it's what we're choosing to do Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part five in our conversation. We'll see you then.